recorded from the naughty capital of the world, Nine Inch Penis Podcast. Here we go. Yeah, this week it's all about the uh, the alpha weights. Like people just always ask me, like you know, like how do you know if you're an alpha? You know. Yeah, these guys say they're an alpha, and then I meet them, and they're not really an alpha, and all that kind of stuff. Well, here's the thing about being an alpha. I've been an alpha my entire life. Didn't ask to be an alpha. Don't know how to be an alpha. That is to say how you could fake it. This is who I am. When I walk into a room, I'm I'm in control of the room. When I, uh, in college, in the fraternity, I was the guy who was always in, in control, always being asked to mediate things. I am the alpha. You know, all my life as a coach, like, you know, the youngest coach to do, I mean, everything in my life has always been the youngest to do this, you know. The youngest coach to win coach of the year. The youngest coach to be, you know, I can remember my third year of coaching or fourth year of coaching and I was... Like, even within this huge district, you know, they referred to me as this, you know, the best, you know, the best coach. I remember these other coaches and teachers coming up to me and saying, you know, I would like just one time for somebody to say to me I was the best at something. And that's what it is. Like, like I've always been able to be way ahead of everyone else in my life because I'm an alpha. I have those expectations of myself. I have that kind of talent, whatever. So then we get to, with women, you know, women are attracted to alphas, to real men. And, you know, that's the way it was with me. Women were always attracted to me. And, and uh, that whole alpha thing, it's the safety. They want to feel safe. And, uh, you know, and I had the pick of the women. No doubt about it. And I picked one of the greatest women you could ever pick. She was just amazing. You know, then comes, you know, the last 20 years with guys. I mean, I've had five partners, and all five of them have been amazing partners. I mean, the pick of the litter, without a doubt. A national rugby champion, a national college swimming champion, a uh, uh, um, running champion, football champion, and a hockey champion. I mean, all these are great physical, hot people that have been in my life, you know, and they're attracted to me, you know. I, I and I say this, and people think what? But it, this is just the fact. With women and with men, on the third meeting, and I mean, I could, I, I knew it was going to happen before it, even whatever. Uh, on the third time we met, so we have a date the first time, or we have a hookup, or whatever it is. You have a date, then you go have sex, whatever, and then you meet a second time. And then on the third time, I'd always get the, yeah, I I think I'm falling in love with you. I mean, it just always happened on the third time with women and with guys. That's why, I mean, I'm single now. I've been single for almost two years now, not looking to to be with anyone. And that's why I don't hook up much or even meet people anymore. And if I do meet, it's pretty rare I'm going to meet somebody a third time because I don't want to hear them tell me they love me. So anyway, uh, yeah, so being an alpha, what is it to be an alpha for me in this uh, land of men? Well, for me, an alpha 
is really simple definition. An alpha waits. An alpha waits. Not in any hurry. Not looking for anything. I'm just waiting. And if something comes along that gets, catches my attention, I'll, I'll look at it. I'll play with it for a little bit. I'll check it out, see what it's all about. But I'm not, you know, my pulse isn't excited. I'm not, isn't raised. I'm not like all pumped or anything. This is just somebody that came into my life because I don't go looking for people online. I've never done that. I don't ever respond to, you know, reach out to anyone. Fuck that. My profiles are all there. I'm right there. You find me, you want me, you let me know. Uh, so I wait. And I can wait for weeks, months, years. Like, I know exactly who it would be that I would want to uh, be with for more than one or two times. I know exactly what they look like. I know exactly how they behave. But if I find that person great, if I don't, I don't care. So an alpha waits. An alpha also takes what he wants. That's just how I have always seen my life. With the women, with the guys, I, I take what I want. Like if I want you, you're mine. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. If, if I want you, you'll be mine. At my age, I've had so many different people in my life sexually that I don't have many wants anymore. But, and, I, and I've been with the hottest of the hot, so many of them over the years, hundreds of them, that, you know, seeing somebody hot doesn't really do it for me anymore. In other words, it's not enough. It's just not enough um, for, to get me going. So what is it that gets me going? Well, again, I'm an alpha. I expect to be admired. I expect to have my nine-inch cock admired and, and to be the only cock in that person's life. Uh, I mean, that's just critical, the whole thing, is that, you know, if I give you any of my attention, if your attention wanes for a second, uh, you know, I'm done. That That's just not... An alpha doesn't uh, tolerate that. Just, I would never tolerate that. Then there's the, you know, the the whole the whole part about, um, um, you know, when you're with a person and they're with an alpha, you know, how do they how do they communicate to the world? How do they communicate about me to the world? And that's, that's equally important as, as well. So, you know, like my wife, you know, this is back in the Polaroid days where you take a little Polaroid picture. She had a picture of my penis, a Polaroid picture of my penis, my monster nine-incher, and she kept it in her little wallet thing. And every now and then she'd show it to her girlfriends or friends or whatever. She bragged about me. She, I mean, I was her world. You know, not just my penis, but everything about me. You know, she derives safety from me. 
she derived, you know, and all my partners, the same thing. They all derive safety from me in my presence, in my being. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what an alpha is. And, um, you know, these people that, you know, want to pretend they're an alpha just so they can get with all the betas out there in, in you know, in hookup land. Well, it doesn't take very long, and if you're a if you're a sub or a bottom or somebody that's looking for an alpha, it doesn't take you very long. Maybe the first four or five minutes before you're like, yeah, no, this is not the real deal. Because if you've ever been with the real deal, you sniff it and feel it instantly. That's just how it works when you're you're with an alpha and you know it, and you know what it feels like, and that's what makes you comfortable. So when somebody comes into your world pretending, portraying to be an alpha and they're not, you don't feel comfortable. It, it just doesn't feel like you need it to feel. And that's what you get with me. There you go. So so that's what it is to, you know, and also the thing about an alpha is, like, I'm a total alpha. An alpha is not afraid to experiment, afraid to let things go, go on a ride to figure things out. Like, I don't have any problem getting in the like being really submissive or whatever sometimes if i'm with a a partner where we're playing around that way fuck that's that's hot that's fun i can sexually do whatever i want to do whatever i want to do yeah be any role i want to be it, it doesn't matter because i'm the alpha i can i get to do whatever i want to do and and i'm not afraid to do it and i get into doing it versus these fake alphas, they all get, oh, no, I'm, you know, you know I'm only, a, I only you know, fuck that. That's not a real alpha. That's some clown trying to be an alpha. An alpha is so comfortable in his skin that uh, nothing, nothing, certainly sexually, nothing sexually uh, uh, defines him. No, not at all. No, sex... Sex does not define the alpha. You're an alpha because of life, through life, you're an alpha. And then the sex piece just kind of happens there. So anyway, if you're looking for an alpha, you know, in my case, I'm a white alpha with a huge nine-inch penis that knows how to fuck and knows how to have great sex and knows how to take total control without saying a word well, that's the other thing if ever you're lucky enough to be in my presence I will take total control of you and not even say a word you'll just see it in my eyes like all my partners have you just see it and you feel it so I wish you luck on your quest to find a real alpha if that's what you need up next nine inch penis podcast questions from listeners like you and answers from coach after a quickie commercial break Time for another questions for coach. That's where you text or call in at 332-232-4114. That's 332-232-4114. Like I say, text me the question or go ahead and uh, leave a message and, uh, you know, get around to your questions. Uh, first question is from Kelly in Houston, Texas says, what do you do when a hookup goes bad? 
Well, having had hundreds of hookups during my slut years, about 11, 12 years of slut years, and I did have hundreds of hookups. Um, uh, you know, the whole joke was, really, in all hookups, you're just trying to make a five into a seven. That's really all you're trying to do, and sometimes you got to turn the lights way down to get there, but, you know, you're just trying to turn a five into a seven. Every now and then you run into an actual seven or an eight, and every now and then you find that nine or a ten, but those are pretty, pretty rare events. So, so what do you do when a hookup goes bad? Well, let's see. A few things. First of all, as I became better at hooking up, I would end it before it ever happened. Like, they would get there, and I'd go, yeah, no, just not really feeling it, but thanks. And they get kind of pissed off. But, you know, I wasn't, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, pretend. You know, now at my age, like, pretending, like, my penis just won't get hard anymore if it's if I'm not excited. I mean, that's just where it is when you get to be my age. I suppose I could take a penis pill. I've done that. Then it'll get hard. But I'm not going to just take a penis pill for anyone because it stays hard for four hours and it usually gives me a headache. So I'm not a real fan of those things anyway. But um, but my penis works just fine. It's it's not my penis. It's the person I'm with. So um, yeah. So uh, if if they can't get me hard, then you know we got a problem. So what do I do when the when the hookup is bad, i.e. my penis is not getting hard and they can feel it and I can get it? Well, there's a couple things I've done. Like, don't just say, hey, you know, yeah, this really isn't working. Um, or typically what I did, because I had a big thing of lotion next to my bed and I would just start, I would just, whenever I reached for the lotion, it was over. Let me just tell you that right now. When Coach reached for the lotion, it was over, from my point of view. And I would just, you know, lube up their cock with the lotion and uh, jack them off. They'd come and they'd be done. And that's typically how I ended a bad hookup, you know. Uh, but, you know, other, other than just cutting it off and saying, hey, it's not really working for me, yeah, but, you know, thanks. Um... That, that's how I do it. I don't know how you do it, but that's that's how I end a bad hookup. Uh, next question is from Derek in South Carolina. Have you been to a hotel sex event before? Oh, Derek, this sounds like something during the Craigslist era of the uh, uh, 2001 to 2014-15 era, whenever they stopped that. Uh, There's always people advertising for hotel sex parties. And, you know, $20, $30, whatever. And it'd be a hot guy's picture on it. And, you know, you'd text them or whatever, and it'd be at a, at a hotel, and you'd go there and you'd pay your, and there'd be somebody there collecting your money. I did two or three of them until I finally caught on what they were. So, oh, what what's really happening here is these guys, they're just making money. I mean, and I, a uh, couple th things I had heard and, uh, from different people that did these events and then one that I'd actually witnessed. So you pay your money, you go into the room, and it's, you know, there you are in a room with five, six, seven, eight guys. So one time there was just two guys, and um, 
you know, and there you are. None of these are guys that you'd want to have sex with. I mean, seriously, you know, what, what they're showing you on the, on the pictures and what really is happening is, uh, is all wrong. So, I mean, that's the first thought about that kind of thing. I mean, unless you don't really care who you have sex with, uh, this is not going to be the kind of event you want to go to. Secondly is, um, you know, they collect like 30, 40. I went to one event where they said it was like 15 or 20 bucks, and I got there, and it was $50. And he goes, oh, I don't know who told you it was that. It's $50. Like, not 15 but 50 so, you know, I paid, went in, and that's where there was only like one or two guys. So they were just covering the uh, the cost of the hotel room. They didn't really care. But, you know, the guys putting that on, they're just trying to make some money. I mean, that's what they're doing. They're, they're literally renting a hotel room, getting 10 or 15 guys in there, charging them all, you know, 20, 40 bucks. And then after they pay the hotel room, they paid themselves uh, a couple hundred dollars. That, that's what's going on in these these events. You know, then I was at one event um, where they didn't pay for the hotel room. They got they they got a hotel room that somebody else was staying in and had left. So it was an early morning session. So you know they they so the person had had checked out, but the room was still available. I don't know how they got the key or whatever. And so now you know there's a bunch of people in there. And we've all paid our money thinking this this room is legitimately, you know, for us to play in. And now, like, the manager's knocking on the door saying, hey, what are you guys doing here? We're going to call the police. Yeah, so there you got a bunch of naked guys with boners and somebody's threatening to call the cops. Yeah, that was a fun time. So, anyway, that's uh, my experience with those type of events. And, you know, just really, uh, yeah, like everything in life, caveat emperor. Uh, let the buyer beware. Anyway, thanks for your questions. I always appreciate them. Texting at 332-232-4114. And as always, have a great week. Listen to another adventure of Coach in his 9-Inch Penis Podcast next week. 9-Inch Penis Podcast is the biggest growing sexual entertainment podcast. Listen again, tell a friend, and watch Coach Naked while he tells his stories. You judge how big. You can watch on Just For Fans or OnlyFans. Florida Coach 1, the digit one, not the spelled out number one. Florida Coach 1. Hey, if you have a question about today's episode, text your questions or comments to Coach at 332-232-4114. If you want your question heard on a future episode of 9 Inch Penis Podcast, call 332-232-4114 and leave a message. You have been listening to 9 Inch Penis Podcast. You must be of legal age to listen or call. For entertainment purposes only, all rights reserved by 9 Inch PLLC.